Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. COVID-19 masking a failed system. McDonald Laurier Institute commentary. Why, 11 months into the pandemic and amid a predictable second wave, are we faced with a choice of locking down or having our hospitals overrun? Our guest argues the pandemic gave Medicare the stress test Canada had long hoped to avoid. Dr. Sean Watley joins us, past president of the Ontario Medical Association, Monk Senior Fellow at the McDonald Laurier Institute, He's also the author of the new book, When Politics Comes Before Patients, Why and How Canadian Medicare is Failing. And it is failing because some uh, 5 million Canadians do not have a family doctor studio. Hook up Dr. Watley for me, please. Thank you very much. Dr. Watley, thank you very much for taking the time. We're still not talking about the right issues, are we? And the wrong issues, you wrote about this in your commentary, the wrong issues are the ones, the only ones media seem to care about. Yeah, well said. Thank you, Roy. Absolutely. I mean, um, last spring, we faced an unknown threat. No one knew much about COVID, but we knew that our system lacked capacity. Just a week before this hit the news, the city of Brampton had declared a state of emergency, uh, Brampton in southern Ontario, state of emergency due to hospital overcrowding. And then we got hit by covid And I think it was rational that most of us got pretty concerned. And matched with worst case planning scenarios uh, people said listen we got to buckle down shut down the province do whatever we can to make sure that the hospitals aren't overwhelmed but by the time we hit the second wave covid wasn't an unknown threat we knew an awful lot more about it we knew who it hit hardest we knew who got sick we knew how we, we knew how to how to protect people from it and yet we still had a lack of capacity so i argue in the paper that why is it that we feel more comfortable with taking fairly drastic measures, I think everybody would agree with that, to protect a system when really maybe the system needs to be re, re, uh, revamped or at least a ton of capacity added to it? Let me just segue to the issue of lockdowns, which you also address in your piece for the McDonnell-Laurie Institute. Still a major debate issue in this country, and I think appropriately so, because you say that we misplayed opportunity to properly address the COVID-19 threat over the last 12 months. You just mentioned that. Where do lockdowns fit into all of this? Well, I think in we should separate phase one versus or wave one versus wave two. I mean, when we didn't know anything, it seemed reasonable to ask for all hands on deck. We had retired docs offering to to do mercenary service to help uh, roving ICU teams in the hospital. We pulled ventilators out of storage. And and certainly for the initial time, it seemed, well, this is what we're going to have to do because we just don't know what we're facing. Into the second wave, um, we've, you know, the NBA and the NHL have figured out how to return to play. We have a, a long and solid history of having military field hospitals if we faced a true lack of capacity. Patient hotels are well described in other countries where you can decant 
uh, patients who are suitable for long-term care beds, but set them up into hotels. There's no PPE shortages. You could take a whole bath in alcohol hand sanitizer if you wanted to. And yet still, we're talking about lockdowns. Now, to be clear, some areas are very bad. So certain hospitals are overwhelmed. But you know what, Roy? Every single January, for as long as I've been paying attention the last two decades, we hear the same thing. We hear about patients being warehoused in bathrooms and sunrooms because of hospitals being overcrowded. Whereas now we have COVID to say, oh, this is a reason why we have to take these uh, rather over-the-top measures. And yet we're not looking at has whether or not our system has delivered on our dreams for it in the first place. Do we have the capacity to deliver the care that we've been promising to Canadians? Yeah. Um, take that to the next step. The greatest concern is consistently expressed about older Canadians, and particularly those in long-term care facilities. You write about rationing care. If you're old with other ailments and are stricken with COVID, you're passed over. Wow. Yeah, I I think that's a wake-up call right there. Certainly the um, Canadian Medical Association put together some ethicists to, to really do a deep dive on this last summer already and, and, and to look into how do we handle the situation where we have people coming in who require, let's say, uh, uh, to go on a ventilator, to be intubated, and yet we don't have the resources to offer them. How do we make decisions? Who gets that? And, and it, it often comes down to age being a fairly major factor. Um, to, to me, this is this just adds to the indignity of the of the whole system. So I, you mentioned my book, and I appreciate that. I, I start out that book by talking about the indignity of having to get care in a situation that doesn't in in a in a, a system a hospital that doesn't have the capacity to provide that kind of care with dignity. And simple things, for example, needing to go to the bathroom when you're sitting in a hallway stretcher in a crowded. Uh, a hospital, uh, one of my patients told me, he said, you know, I, I finally got someone's attention and they came by. And this is a fellow businessman, upstanding com- member of the community, um, had a little bit of dehydration, got rehydrated with an IV, and now he needed to go pee. Someone came by and he said, listen, I need help getting to the bathroom because you can't go when you're in the hallway, obviously. And, and they came by and they said, you have a diaper. And they walked away. Well, we need to unpack that. Well, what does that mean you have a diaper? So how do you clean up afterwards? How long do you sit yeah. in the wet diaper? And, and, and so when you talk about the elderly, this, these are often the people impacted most by the lack of capacity. And God bless them. They're so grateful when they get better. They often don't complain or they're too scared to complain because they don't want further care to be compromised. But this is where we have to start the discussion. Are we really delivering on the promises, on our dreams that we had for this system? Or is it time to start doing some renovation? If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 